And uh, just a, a simple thought this afternoon and three, three things uh, to share with you uh, that hopefully will be a help to us. And I like sometimes giving instructional messages. I think one of the great things that the Word of God does for us is it does instruct us and teach us in some things that help us to uh, do our Christian life the way that God would want us to do that. And so, Lord willing, we'll share some things this afternoon. Hopefully, there'll be a help to you. Psalm 32, and I'm just going to read one verse in verse number 8. Psalm 32 in verse number 8. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. Father, we pray that you'll bless the message and speak to hearts. And I pray that you would use that, uh, that we learn and that we study about today, to guide us in your truth to the point where we will become more of what we should for you. That it will help us to understand what your will is and understand the truth of what you would want us to abide by in our lives. Nor as we spoke of this morning of being a partaker of the divine nature, that this would guide us to that direction. And so, Father, we do pray that your Holy Spirit will guide and direct and that he would uh, allow us to glorify you in all that we say and all that we do uh, throughout this service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Psalm 34, or Psalm 32, excuse me, in verse number 8, uh, deals with the idea uh, that uh, God will instruct us. And we certainly know uh, throughout Scripture that there are multiple places where God deals with the idea of uh, instructing us and teaching us uh, to observe all things uh, whatsoever uh, God had shown uh, back in, in his life and in his ministry. Uh, certainly we are to find faithful men who are able to teach others also. Uh, the, one of the qualifications of uh, a pastor is that they are apt to teach. And so God puts uh, a large uh, emphasis on this idea of teaching you and I some things. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. And so this is a truth that we're all aware of. It's not anything new that uh, I'm bringing to you today as far as that God wants to instruct us and teach us the, the fact that we ought to in our Christian lives be growing daily uh, into more of what we should be uh, means that we ought to be constantly learning and uh, finding out some things. Uh, and so one of the things I was uh, thinking about this week and hoping to shed some light on and try to be a help to you on from God's Word is uh, how does Christ instruct us? How does God instruct us day by day? If we, if we were to look at uh, what is it that God does to guide us, to instruct us, to teach us things, uh, then how is it that he, he accomplishes this? And so we want to look at some things today regarding uh, Him instructing us and teaching us in truth. And uh, I'm going to give you three ways that God does this. And then as we learn these three ways, it will help us uh, as we deal with each one of them in our lives to look then for the instruction that God has for us in each of these things. The first one we find in Psalm 119. If you'll take your Bibles, keep them handy. We're going to look at several scriptures today. Uh, Psalm 119, and let's look in verse number 105. It's a familiar verse. Many of you have it memorized, but a very powerful verse. And the Bible says in Psalm 119, verse 105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And the first way, what I believe is probably God's primary way of instructing us and guiding us is through the use of His Word. 
so often, I think, when we come to read God's Word, if we're not careful, uh, we do it out of obligation or duty, or perhaps we've been taught over the years, well, we ought to make it a habit. And I think those are all great things. I think we certainly have obligation, we have duty, and it ought to be a habit. But in doing that, many times we don't glean from God's Word that which is intended for us to get from it. And so I think it ought to be something that we look at and say, okay, if God's Word is one of the primary ways that He instructs me in my life, then when I come to God's Word, I want to find out what is it that He has for me uh, in the Scriptures. And I'm going to study it in that aspect and with that mindset. Uh, I want to share something that I found uh, uh, earlier this week, uh, if I can find my note on it here, and uh, just was reading uh, a fellow and, and some suggestions that he gave on uh, studying the Bible. And uh, here was one of the things that he says uh, about this. He says, we ought to begin our Bible reading with prayer, and that goes without saying, that we ought to ask for the Holy Spirit's guidance. If the Holy Spirit is who inspired the Word of God, then wouldn't it serve to reason that we want His guidance in reading it? Wouldn't that make sense to us? So we always ought to come to God's Word. If we're going to read it or study it, we ought to do that in prayer. And so we ought to start with prayer. Secondly, uh, we ought to be taking some notes on it as we go along. And one of the things I think that uh, I struggle with is my brain leaks a lot more than it used to. Yours has been there? You, you know what I'm talking about? It's harder to remember stuff, isn't it? And there's been times I've been reading uh, scripture, and God would show something to me, and it would be life-changing. I mean, it was one of those wow moments. That's amazing. I, I've, I've not seen that before. And then two or three, four days, in fact, sometimes I even put it in the back of my mind, and I think, uh, I need to have a message on that. We need Our people need to hear that. And three, four, five days later, I'll be like, now what was that thought that God gave me? Because I didn't write it down. I think it's important as we come to God's Word, especially knowing that it's going now. I believe there are times we ought to sit with our Bibles and let the Bible just do its work in our heart. But when it comes to being instructed from God's Word, I think we need to be ready with pen in hand, expecting that God is going to teach me something. Uh, verse uh, the third thing uh, that this fellow says, he says we ought to read slowly and read through either one chapter or perhaps two or three chapters or perhaps a paragraph. But after reading it, we ought to ask. What does this passage mean? We ought to ask, what does this passage mean? Because I don't want to just read it, and I don't know if you all are this way or not, but my mind gets distracted sometimes while reading. Does your mind wander when you read sometimes? I'll read through a passage and literally get down sometimes two or three verses into it, and my mind will have wandered while I was reading, and I will think, what did that verse just say? I was talking to my mom the other day. My mom, I'm talking to her. On the phone. I think Brother Harold was there. <laughs> I was talking to her. I had her on speakerphone. And my mind was as far away from that conversation as you could imagine. And I said goodbye, I guess, and hung up with her. And a couple minutes later, Brother Harold said, you weren't really engaged in that conversation, were you? <laughs> you ever been there? We come to God's Word, and that's, that's, that's something that can happen, isn't it? If this is going to be God's primary way, and I believe it's one of the greatest ways He uses to instruct us, then our minds need to be engaged in it. So we read it carefully. We read it slowly. We ask, what does this mean? Number four, he says it's often very helpful to find out the true meaning of the chapter or passage to ask yourself some questions about it. 
and he gives some questions. I think these are great questions. I came across this this week, and I think I'm going to make a worksheet of this and hand it out so you guys can make copies of it if you like to for your Bible study because I think this is a brilliant way to study God's Word. So he, this guy, like, he, he, makes a, he has these questions that he asks when he reads Scripture. I think these are great. I wish I could claim them as my idea because they're that good. No, you guys wouldn't believe it if they were that good because they were for me. But here's what he said. So here's questions he asks. Number one, what is the main subject of the passage? In other words, what's the context? What's the setting? What, what's, what are we looking at here? What's the main big push or the truth? Number two, who are the persons that are revealed in the passage? Who's speaking? Who are they speaking to? And who is acting? Uh, and sometimes there's all three of those in a passage. Somebody's speaking, somebody they're speaking to, and somebody that they're telling did something to that person. So you, you want to write those down. It helps you to gain the context. I was looking at a passage the other day, and uh, I was misreading because I wasn't considering who it was that was doing the writing. So it helps us to know the people involved in the passage. Number three, what is the key verse of the passage? What is the, what's, where's the turning point of the truth? Where's the, the truth punctuated in the passage? What is the key verse in the passage? And I think we'll have these worksheets handy when we do Bible study and write these things down. Number four. What does the passage teach me about the Lord Jesus Christ? So often we read God's Word without reading about the God of the Word. We don't see God revealed in the Word. And after all, He does use this book to reveal Himself to us. When we read a truth or a passage, shouldn't we ask ourselves, what does this tell me about my Savior, my Lord Jesus Christ? When we read a parable of, um, let's say, the unjust steward, uh, the one who would not forgive the the, uh, sm- the the small debt or that was owed to him when he was forgiven the great debt. What does that t- what does that story tell us about the Lord Jesus Christ? What does it tell us about us? So we all write these things down. Number five or whatever one we're on. Does the passage portray any sin for me to confess or to forsake? Does the passage portray any sin for me to confess or to forsake? Next one. Does the passage contain any command for me to obey? Does it contain any command for me to obey? Next one. Is there any promise for me to claim? Aren't you glad to have the promises of God? Those are a blessing to us. We don't like the ones that tell us about our sin. (laughs) We like the ones that tell us about the promises of God, don't we? So make sure you get all the blanks in there, okay? And not every, not every passage will have all of these, but you put the ones in that pertains to you. Uh, next one, is there any instruction for me to follow uh, that God wants me to live my life after? Is there any instruction for me to follow that God wants me to live my life after? Now, these are just some questions this fellow came up with. I thought it was a great one. You may have some other questions you can ask as you study Scripture. But suffice to say that one of the great ways that God instructs us, and after all, if I'm going to be the Christian God wants me to be, I want to to tune my ear to His instruction. Uh, If somebody's trying to distract me, I want to say, leave me alone. I want to hear what God has for me. Because I I think we're all in that that boat. I I would hope we are. That we all desire to know what God wants us to know from His Word. Okay? So the second thing that God uses, He uses, first of all, His Word. That word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The second one is found in 1 Corinthians chapter number 2. 
And again, it's not an exhaustive list. I'm sure there are others that we could come up with, but these are just some, some that I thought of that are helpful. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter number 2 and verse number 12. If I can keep my pages from sticking together here, i got some adhesive on them. All right, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse number 12. <clears throat> now we have uh, received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Another way that God instructs us is by His Holy Spirit. Look with me again in John chapter 14, another verse that deals with this topic. John chapter 14 and verse number 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever... I have said unto you. So again, the Holy Spirit will help to teach us and also help us to call to remembrance. The older we get, the tougher his job becomes on that remembrance thing. But it's a great way that God uses to teach us and to instruct us. Now, knowing these things, knowing these are the ways that God instructs us, then when we deal with trying to learn how to live best the Christian life, we need to focus in on God's Word. The leading of the Holy Spirit. And we preach on that an awful lot. Look with me again in Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter number 12 and verse number 12. <coughs> Excuse me. Luke 12 and verse number 12. For the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. We've used these for soul winning training to try to help encourage you in some things. But it may not even be during soul winning. Maybe it's uh, sitting and talking with a brother or sister in Christ, and you begin to talk about the things of the Lord, and there are times that the Holy Spirit brings understanding. I don't know if you've ever been there or not, but there are times He's opened our eyes to truth that really, to be honest with you, is beyond our intellect or our wisdom or our discernment. I've been there. I don't consider myself to be a very smart man. And when I read Scripture, there's a lot of times I'm sitting here scratching my head thinking, huh, what does that mean? And yet there are times that God gives clear insight into what it means, and it's beyond what I can explain as my own personal intellect or knowledge or understanding. So the Holy Spirit is very important in this thing of being instructed. So we ought to be sensitive to that. We ought to be seeking Him for instruction. When I come to God's Word and I spend time praying before I start studying, I want the Holy Spirit to guide me as I read. I want his instruction. I want his insight. I want his understanding. After all, he's the author. Uh, there are times I get instructions in products. I call them manufacturer suggestions because real men don't use instructions. Amen? And, but you look at these instructions, and sometimes you look at them, and you scratch your head, and you go, okay, whoever wrote these did not do a very good job. But if you get the person who built, designed from the ground up this thing and have him build an instruction sheet for it, more than likely he's going to have good understanding. And if his instructions are not clear, you can pick up the phone and call him, and he'll make it clear to you. There are times that even though the Bible is sometimes difficult for us to understand, and that's no fault of the Bible, by the way, that is our fault, but we can call on the Lord Jesus Christ and say, I need your Holy Spirit to show me and help me in these things because he will teach us and he will guide us. Number three, Proverbs 19, and we'll be done. Proverbs 19, <clears throat> Proverbs number 19, uh, chapter 19, verse number 20. 
hear counsel and receive instruction that thou mayest be wise in the latter end. There are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. A godly counsel. Uh, a godly counsel. We can counsel with the Lord in prayer, but also godly men and women that we have in our lives are a way that God uses to help guide and instruct us. Sometimes we know the truth, but we're so close to the situation we don't see its application to it. And sometimes talking it and sounding it off with another brother or sister in Christ helps us to gain that spiritual insight of this is how that truth applies in this, in this situation. And so God uses three things, and we're going to go back over them real quick. First of all, he uses his word, the importance of that. I hope you wrote that list down. I really believe by next Sunday or, or maybe the next Wednesday, uh, I may have that sheet printed. I'd love to use, see our people start using it. I think that's a great tool that we begin to look at God's word as a way of instructing us in our life. Secondly, the leading of the Holy Spirit, seeking his help, and asking him to show us the way that we need to go. He'll impress it upon us in our actions. He'll also illuminate his word through it. Uh, through his leading and then thirdly the godly counsel the godly counsel and there are times there's a lot of value to be placed on men and women that we trust who rightly divide and rightly know and study god's word and the value that there can be with that so so three ways that god instructs us it's not enough for us to understand and to know the truth that god does instruct us but sometimes we need to know how he goes about it and where can we look for it and hopefully these three things will be a help to you. Just a small thought. Not anything super profound. This isn't the deep exegesis of, uh, you know, doctrinal mysteries. Just simple truths, practical things that can help us day to day. So I hope that's been a help to you. Let's pray. Father, we're thankful for your word. We're thankful for the instruction of it. We're thankful for the simplicity of it. And Lord, where there are times that the matters that it deals with are darkened to us, to our minds, because of the sin or the hindrance of the Holy Spirit leading in our lives, we ask that your Holy Spirit would give guidance. And Father, bring godly men and women into our lives that we can trust to speak with, to seek counsel with. And Lord, it may be nothing more than using them as a sounding board. Other times it may be needing some input from them. Lord, that you would utilize these areas, that our hearts would be open, that we would be teachable, that we would be seeking for your leading and your instructing in our lives. Lord, one of the great dangers, one of the great battles we must fight is the battle of not being a teachable spirit, but that we would be soft and sensitive to your word, to your Holy Spirit, and to the influence of godly friends. I pray that you would help this to be a blessing and a help to each of us as we go throughout our Christian lives, seeking to grow closer to you and to be more of what we ought to be. Dismiss us now with your blessings, we pray. Bring us back safely throughout this week. Bless as we prepare for vacation Bible school, that you would meet the needs there and allow us to get everything accomplished that you would want us to do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless you. Dismissed.